Creeps and Assorted Devery. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, everybody. This is Tanya with Valley Raven. Hi. Hi. It's so nice to finally meet you. I know you we too. talked on Patreon a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah, it is really nice to get to finally meet you and interview you. I know Walter wanted to come on here and so did Laura, but um, they didn't get to, so it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be missing out. Missing yeah, out exactly. And, uh, well, I guess we'll probably be talking about monsters. Probably, yeah. And I know some pretty obscure ones, and that's that's always my favorite is to try to bring up one monster that no one else has heard of at the table. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and you're good about that in all your stuff. Um, because I, uh, I listened to you at Spotify first, and then I went to Patreon, which is pretty cool. Everybody needs to to uh, do your Patreon because well, it's really cool. You. Yeah, and it's got a lot of neat extra stuff on it. Um, can you explain to me what the order of the Valley Raven is? Well, we recently kind of changed the name a little bit because it was a little confusing. So we had okay. this whole backstory of, oh, it's a secret organization ran by the Fae. And yeah. we went to Mothman. We were so excited to tell everyone about it. And everyone was just like, they looked at us. They said, huh. And then <laughs> they were like, we don't want to know anything else about that. Oh, so wow. <laughs> we updated it since most of my work is more bio, like fake biology and yeah, animal encyclopedias. But kind of from a mockumentary perspective. Right. Uh, we decided to make it like a college for cryptozoology studies. Yeah. So the Institute, Forfend Institute, I think it is. And you get a little diploma when you join. I, that kind I've of got thing. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. really fun. Yeah, it is. I like that. I like that. Uh, when the guy from the Moth uh, Boys had his on there, I uh, messaged him and said, Ha, I got one of those too. That made my day. That was the, his little frame. <laughs> I know. That is so cute. <laughs> have you have you met uh, Mothboy Matt? Not yet. I want to, but um, I think Laura um, talks to him on Facebook, but she's more outgoing as far as talking to people like that than I am. So she has a lot of uh, more friends that she's talked to than I do. He's a fun guy. <laughs> he seemed like he was, and I listened to you guys' um, interview, and it was pretty neat. He, uh, he always has a story, but honestly, everyone in the crypto community is really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody seems to have a story of how they got you know, involved in it. Like, I'm sure you do. What, what is your story of how you got involved in the cryptid community? And <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to make friends by telling scary stories. That oh, was okay. that was kind of really the only thing I had to offer at the time. So yeah. <laughs> I would just try to scare people, and that's how I made friends. And then it just kept going from there. I guess as oh, I got a bit older, I stopped telling stories because I, I felt kind of self conscious about it. Because when you're a teenager, that's not, it's not as cool to tell people yeah. stories, you know? Right. <laughs> but um, I just started listening and. That's been a good skill later for this kind of thing is just listening to other people's stories and people really, they need people to listen to them and not be a jerk about it. 
There's right. a lot of people in the crypto community. Well, not our crypto community, but the story community as a whole, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Whether you believe their interpretation of their events or not, you know, there's still a level of respect that they deserve. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I I, I can see some people as, as probably being more rude or rude in general, and that's not necessary because you're already like sort of nervous about telling somebody a story, you know, and so there's no reason for people to be like that. Yeah. The, I have to say the, the harshest story listeners are Bigfoot people. They're ruthless. Yeah, they are. They are. They're, they're a little different than other people, (laughs) (laughs) other Mothman people. I can tell what cryptids people like by, uh, what when they friend me on Facebook and I don't know who they are, you can tell the Bigfoot people because they look like mountain men and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're very, very serious. So yeah, I could see them being um not as friendly about some of the other stuff. Yeah. You know, well, like Bigfoot's their thing. I think maybe it's where they have a lot of people dedicate so much time to looking oh, yeah. for Bigfoot and they feel kind of I don't, I don't know if slighted is the right word, but personally affronted by any yeah. kind of, you know, oh, what if it was this? Right, that's true. And I think that's probably one of the better known cryptids. So they're having it from outside people and everything, calling them probably crazy right. and everything. So. And uh, whatever you do, do not say big feet. <laughs> I have never entered a war zone. I made a whole video and I was just like, big feet makes sense to me. And it makes it yeah. more clear because Bigfoot, you know, sometimes you can be confused. Like, how many Bigfoot is it? Well, right, exactly. No. So if you say big feet, it's kind of like, you know, plural. Yeah, and but. They didn't like that? No, no. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been downvoted so hard. But, oh, no. But that's okay. Because yeah. that's just part of being an online creator, too. Is there's yeah. always going to be someone angry about your interpretation of these these things yeah so far i haven't got that but i think it's because we have um the community that we have on facebook kind of knew us before we started being a podcast and stuff so i think they're kind of more gentler to us than some people might be (laughs) (laughs) that didn't know us (laughs) maybe i guess um i had just listened to your um day hoots i guess today did you put it out today on um Patreon or on Patreon. Uh, I converted it from our audio to like a podcast. It's a little bit more accessible. Podcasting still isn't super big in certain communities. The big people are starting to really get into it. Yeah. Yeah. But YouTube is kind of their domain. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people like to do YouTube as opposed to we haven't gotten much into the YouTube. We, you know, we record everything, but we just I haven't gotten to putting it up online yet so i need to do that but then you have to look really good you know instead of just being a voice for radio (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know what you mean um i work from home because i do this full time so just brushing my hair just was like such a chore sometimes yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean the only reason i have on a sweater and not like some t-shirt is because i had to go to the office today yeah, I mean, I'm usually I just look pants. like it. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what I usually wear at the house. 
everybody, I guess, has just gotten that way now that so many people work from home. I mean, yeah. you're you're an artist, so that's probably what you did before COVID and stuff, wasn't it? Work from home. Yeah. See, all the everyone, rest of us. <laughs> I was gonna say everyone was complaining about it. I was, you know, this no, is I just love normal it. life. <laughs> yeah, I love working from home. I only have to go into the office a couple times a week, so I'm glad about that. Um, are you big into, I was going to ask you about conservation, because I know that you did um, a t-shirt for about planting milkweed for Mothman and Monarch butterflies. Oh, I'm big into conservation. That's Good. my whole cryptid mission is to kind of deliver animal facts yeah. and nature help to, you know, not, I don't want to say it like a bad thing, but most people don't care about animals oh, no, that we know true. about yeah. you know right so right giving it it's kind of like um medicine hiding it in your soda you know yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that is a good way to think about it um where did you where do you think about because i know that you have created a whole book and everything of these these creatures and where do you get the ideas for them uh, i mean most of the time i'll I'll start off with just the accounts or the the myths and what uh -huh. they say. And then from there, I'll say, well, it has to have small eyes or it has to be eight feet tall or at least appear like that. Right. And from there, I can kind of interpret it however I want. And usually okay. I'll look at local species and try uh -huh. to see what kind of themes there are there, like base oh, it off okay. of that. So. Oh, okay. Neat. Yeah, your your spider one freaked me out. I think that's the first <laughs> one I ever listened to was the spider one. And that was scary. I'm not a big fan of spiders, but they have their place too. <laughs> right. See, I'm terrified of spiders, but after doing all the research into them for that episode, I I allow them to live as long as yeah. they stay in their corner. But once that mm -hmm. trust has been broken, then you know, sorry, yeah. spider. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and I have, you know, my cats, I have cats and dogs, and so they try to mess with them. So if, if the spider's up somewhere, or I can get him outside or whatever, but if they get near my cats, you know, they have to go. Because sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's brown recluse, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, that's one, the vacuum. Poison spiders get the vacuum. Yeah, yeah. That's a good they, idea, probably. <laughs> yeah, if they survive, they'll make it outside. If they don't, well... Well, they didn't get your animals or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite um, creature that you have came up with? Do you call them cryptids or creatures? or Because they're I not necessarily them. cryptids, but... Yeah, I, I use it interchangeably. Because I, oh, okay. another thing people also really hate is calling every single mythological creature a cryptid. Yeah, I do that, and that's just because it doesn't matter to me if you right. know it's, it's just not real to say because yeah, yeah, or else there would only be, you know, maybe ten, right, that people really believe in because you got Nessie, all the Bigfoots in one category, right, Mothman. Yeah, there's really not um, a whole lot that people mm -hmm. truly believe in aside from aliens. Right, right. I'm especially nowadays with all the things they're shooting down and stuff <laughs> i'm i'm personally not hoping for aliens because they scare the crap out of me yeah i figure they're gonna do to us what people do to animals here they're gonna treat us like you know farm probably not great <laughs> no no i don't think so <laughs> 
Um, so which one's your favorite one? I I love frogs. Frogs are my favorite animal, so it's got to be Loveland Frogman. I mean, oh, he's also okay. my home state hero. So yeah, Is, are you in Ohio? Yeah, I live in okay. uh, Portsmouth. It's like oh, okay. the southern tip area. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he is. Um, so that's terrible that you can't go to the Frogman Festival because you're right there. I know. I'm making a little commercial and uh, an episode about a frog, some of the frog folklore from Ohio, because uh-huh. I want I want as many people to know about it as possible. So I'd yeah. love to go next year. But I just yes. got engaged, so we're busy planning oh, all congratulations. that. Thank you. <laughs> so it's been kind of hectic this month. Oh, and yeah. I don't think I'll be able to make it. Yeah. I was wondering if they were even going to keep doing it because of, um, you know, the the train derailment thing. I was wondering if they would cancel it, but they didn't. So No. Uh, it's, well, it is, it is in Mason, Ohio. Yeah. It's near Cincinnati, but that's, so, like, the train thing happened up here in Ohio, and Cincinnati oh, okay. is all the way down here at the bottom half. So it should be okay. It should be okay, but probably people outside of the state might be afraid i don't know if that'll affect it or not i don't know maybe not hopefully not but because this is the first year so yeah because ohio doesn't look very big but it i think it takes like six hours to get from the bottom to the top oh okay so that's pretty big yeah i've never been past columbus and i've lived there almost my entire life so oh wow (laughs) (laughs) i've been to columbus i've been to cleveland yeah i've been to quite a few places there and Cincinnati, of course, is almost, what is it, Kentucky. So you're right there on the, you know, it's right there on the border. Yeah. But you said frogs were your favorite. So do have you made, I can't think, have you made a frog um, one yet? Yeah, actually, the frog one was my first drawing of oh, the okay. anatomy studies. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the Loveland Frogman one. And I'm getting ready to do an updated version of it. A lot of things have changed in four or five years. It's been yeah. a while that I've been doing this. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I was thinking the spider was the first one, but I guess that's just the first one on the podcast. Or did I miss the frog one altogether? Uh, I'm just now getting to doing the podcast ones. It takes so much time. I have someone yeah. to help me do the editing, but he's mm-hmm. been so busy with work that I've kind of taken over that. Oh. And you know how it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I have yeah. such a good time doing it because it's just fun it sounds me and Walter were talking that it sounds very um Nat Geo um National Geographic it sounds kind of like you know because you said it was the um by biological parts of it and and all that stuff and about what to watch out for and everything so where did you get the idea to do that well, I grew up watching like the Crocodile Hunter and just all mm-hmm. kinds of nature shows. So we, we weren't really allowed to watch anything but cartoons or the Discovery Channel. Or was it uh, not? Not you. It's been so long since I've had TV. I've yeah. forgotten the names of them. <laughs> but, you know, I love the Crocodile Hunter and I wanted to be the Crocodile Hunter. Aw, so yeah, he was cool. Just, yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of came out of that probably. And I oh, had a ton okay. of video games that were just raising animals or keeping a zoo Mm -hmm. so I knew a lot about animals and not a lot of people wanted to hear all the animal facts I had to give them but yeah now you know I can use them and people choose to listen right exactly and it's really neat that's what um 
Walter wasn't as familiar with all this. He wanted to come on after he had listened to the, you know, listened to your pod and everything. Um, and he was just very, he thought it was very cool because he said it sounded like it was an old-timey radio show or something. Yeah. So he wanted to know about that. And um, so I told him that I would make sure and ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, we kind of do following the life of a single cryptid. kind of humanize them a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you listen to the spider one. I can't remember exactly. It's been two years since I've done yeah, that. Yeah, it's an older one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot, but just so much goes into I think we have seven episodes. Mm-hmm. I think so. And then you're getting, because when I started listening, I think it had already been out for a while, mm-hmm. all of them, because they were all out. So I just, I listened through those and then there hadn't been anything for a while. And then, so I was excited when I joined the um, Patreon and you, you have started doing, doing other stuff. And the uh, day hoot was really cool how you had done that. Thank you. Um, I thought it was so cool. You had the little round, the little round box with the video in it with the owls. I thought that was really neat. It seems, it reminds me of those relaxing chill streams on YouTube. They have, Mm -hmm like old PBS documentaries that they put under these psychedelic music tracks. Yeah. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what it was. <laughs> now, who is the, who is the man's voice in that? Uh, let's see. We've had a couple guests because we've had the moth boys on, of course. Right. But who's and the one that like the radio doing... man? Yes. Who's he? Um, he is, his name's Tracy Puckett. He oh. has like a board game company. And he helps oh. out like a lot. Okay. Um, but he hasn't been able to since he's doing so much with card games. So yeah. I've had to, I'm working with some new formats. Cause like I said, it's kind of switched to me being yeah. the sole person now. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back into the radio style. Cause I did a call center one, I think last time. Yes. Yes. Cause it was talking about put your code in and all of that. I think that was the one with the moth boy on it. Yeah. I think we so. also, we had a alien invasion one where all the moth boys came on. Oh, I haven't heard that one. It's real silly. I'll have to listen to that. Well, I like silly. Silly's good. Um, yeah. And I liked it. How talked about being they're uh, talked about you guys interviewing more human like people, I think is what it said. It was supposed to sound kind of like a, a robot-y type. Yeah. Is that you? Or was that? <laughs> no, we actually, I found an AI. <laughs> oh. AI is so good at doing human speech. I mean, of course, you don't want to do a whole podcast with that because right. it's beyond the monotone nature documentary voice. It's right. It feels like slightly off, kind of like um, when those robots, they look human but there's yes, one thing off something yeah uncanny yeah uncanny valley i think is what they call that where yeah where it looks too real but it, you know it's not <laughs> yeah it's kind it, of freaky it's, it's close <laughs> i think one day it'll be there and then that'll mm-hmm. save me a lot of time that's but. true <laughs> <laughs> that's true but i just yeah the format of your pod is great thank and, you so uh, much people need to listen to it so they can hear all that and you are also you have drawn for other people's books, right? Yeah. Um, let me think. I know you did one for the Vegetable Man. Yeah, Mike Michael Shang's Vegetable Man book, and he wants to do another one about the Grafton Monster. Oh, neat. Uh, 
I've I've done some. I just can't think of any except his. It's it's been a <laughs> while. I've had to stop taking projects on because I wasn't able to work on my own things and it's just right. Bad. Right. I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Because you had a you also have your own book, right? Yeah, I did a West Virginia encyclopedia, which had every single ghost story, myth. Uh, I did a lot of research on Native American tribes, which ones moved into the area, like if they ever lived in the area for any set time, I tried to incorporate mm -hmm. them too. So I didn't want to oh, leave okay. any cultures, you know, myths out of the book since it was supposed right. to be the all encompassing, you know, legends from this piece of land. So I had right. all those. And of course the modern ones, even hoaxes like Abaguchi is one of my favorites. I don't know if oh, you're familiar is, with him. Uh-uh, what is that? <laughs> this man on the internet made up this whole website about um, a genetic laboratory creating this half fox, half owl, half deer monstrosity. Oh gosh. And the West, <laughs> the, it was a, a disaster, of course, and it got loose and it ate a bunch of people and things. And then the West, West Virginia Department of Forestry or something, they're like, oh, we could use these to clear up all of our uh, vermin and <laughs> overpopulation thing so they imported them and they got out of control and ate a bunch of people you know oh my it's, gosh you know it was really silly but yeah. he presented it in a way with dates and like these official sounding organizations mm -hmm. to where it tricked several people and ended up oh, in wow. newspapers and that was <laughs> my that's one of my dreams is to completely create a creature and then have someone post it as if look at this that's a real thing yeah. oh wow you could do that though, because your stuff is really in depth as far as what they look like, what the even the, like a cross section of them, because you even do that. Um, so yeah, I bet somebody could wind up doing that. Yeah, it makes me feel a little bad because you don't want to, you don't want to lie to people, you know, you don't want to. Yeah. But I try to make it so over the top that I don't want anyone to think all of these things. They still do. But yeah. I try very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so have you had any experiences as far as like cryptid or ghost or anything like that? I have thought about this because I knew it was going to come up all day. <laughs> and I don't think I've had a single weird thing happen. Of course, you know, I always write about ghosts at night because it's the perfect time to get in the mood and get scared. Yes. It's good inspiration. Yeah. And when you walk outside, every single noise and shifting mm -hmm. shadow just puts you on edge. Yes. Yes. But no, I, I mean, I'm open to things. I don't believe in anything, but, you know, I'm always open. That's but, how Laura is. Yeah. She hasn't seen anything either. She hasn't experienced anything. And we, we want to get her to see something. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody needs to see something, you know, something I, magical. I think the closest thing I have is one time my dad came running to the house. I've never seen that man afraid of anything. Yeah. He was pale. And he was like, I saw something outside. Oh, and gosh. we all were kind of laughing about it, you know? And he's like, yeah. I swear I saw a UFO. <gasps> and, you know, we, oh, no. you know, because <laughs> it's our dad. So, you know, we're going right. to laugh about it. But he <laughs> really, really believed it. And so, of course, we went outside the whole night. There was nothing there. And, the next day, a plane had crashed and landed in a nearby field. So, oh, okay. That's so what he, he felt saw, a little probably. silly, but at least 
we know he saw something. Right. He actually you know. did see something. <laughs> yeah, he actually did see a crashing unidentified object. Right, exactly. Ooh, that would be scary. I'm telling you, aliens scare the crap out of me. Of yeah. all of that stuff, aliens scare me the worst of anything. So you do all the you do all the artwork and the stories. You do all of that. Yes, I do the writing and the illustrations. Okay. And then I have a, my friend Andy does a lot of the like podcast editing and we've been working on some YouTube videos. Um, he does a lot of monster noises too that are very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's always good to have extra monster noises. Um, you said you were into conservation uh, of all kinds or tell me a little bit about that. Well, I grew up near a nuclear plant that oh. has converted to digging up a lot of the land to bury other people's nuclear waste and oh gosh. so growing up people were sick all the time and our local government just didn't care yeah it just felt very you know it makes you kind of cynical of everything when yeah. you don't feel like you have the power to help your own home not be yeah. a bad place to live so I, you know, I always talk about things like that with other people, make sure they're aware of disasters like that and ongoing right. troubles. But yeah. not only does it give people around cancer and other illnesses, but, you know, it leaves lasting impacts on the environment. So something I've always been really passionate about and fearful of. Yeah. I feel like a existential dread every every day when I, you know, see the news of all this new animals endangered or, you know, there's this right. spill. Like, yeah. how much more can all the wildlife take? But, you know, there, there are things individuals can do, but really it's up to the, the big groups to carry the load, you know? Right. Um. Like we we cut less grass because it's good for the the wildflowers and the monarchs. They have to have one specific plant, and the state will cut down all these weeds on the side of the road when most of the times it's not necessary. Right. No. Uh, that was one good thing about here. They've started instead of mowing on the the land between the interstates. They in Tennessee they have started planting flowers instead of mowing. Yeah. I wish more places did that. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing, and it's going to save them time because then they don't have to cut the grass. They don't have to pay somebody to cut the grass. Yeah, that's that's one thing I just don't understand. Why would you waste your manpower right. and resources? Right, right. But So, and uh, the thing that monarchs need is the milkweed? Is that what right. they need? Um, their caterpillar, they, they lay their eggs on the leaves, mm -hmm. and those caterpillars will only eat the milkweed leaves has this weird nice. thick white substance inside which is why they call it milkweed okay, but it's yeah. it's toxic to pretty much every other animal except okay. a few so because of that other animals won't eat them because it'll make them sick oh okay so there's supposed there's supposed to be enough for those butterflies yeah but oh, okay. you know you know how that goes right especially when the, they cut down it all of it um, and you yeah. were giving out seeds with the t-shirts? Yeah. Is that what you were doing? I was giving them out to anyone who would take them to grow them. And yeah. I'm going to do it again this year, too. Maybe include okay. some honeybee ones, too. Well, oh, yeah. the honeybees aren't 
honeybees aren't at risk. It's the the native bee species. The regular, but that's bees. a whole other. <laughs> it's a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. But uh, we just so I'm using Mothman as a representative for the monarchs and bugs yeah. in general. So I think this year we're doing like a lawn mowing tea, uh, and mm-hmm. I love bugs tea, and then the Mothman life cycle, which is going to be pretty yes. fun. Yeah. And um, I know that you had put that on Patreon for people to vote on about, you know, what the t-shirts. And so I think that'll be really cool. I was very happy with how many people were excited about it last year at the festival. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. Because sometimes there's sort of an interlap between people who get angry about wanting to conserve the environment and cryptids. When, oh, I understand. You know, I'm... I'm- I'm mostly vegan, so I understand completely yeah. what you're talking about. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, why are you mad at me for not wanting to hurt stuff? Yeah. <laughs> but that's just, it's kind of a cultural thing, too. Like, my dad will only bicycle, not because not because he cares about the environment that much. He just loves yeah. it. And people oh, okay. in their big, you know, coal, coal rolling trucks will, like, throw yeah. rocks at them and just <gasps> crazy things. Oh, no. So, well, that's like the big trucks parking in front of the um, electric things for the cars. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just rude. It's just being mean for no, like, you're not benefiting yourself. You're not benefiting anybody. You're just being cruel. Right. You're just being mean. You're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many things people get upset about doesn't affect them in any way. It's just, right. that's just how I live, I guess, is just take care of myself and, you know, be aware of how you influence the things around you. Right. Right. That's a great way to live. It really is. If more people were like that, maybe it'd be better, you know, around here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you could be a cryptid, what would you be? Hmm. Probably one that wouldn't be in danger a lot. (laughs) I don't want to be in pain. No. And I want to live a long time. <laughs> so I don't, probably like a, a, sea, a sea creature, like a Bessie or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I know Bessie's a lake monster, but. That's true. Lake monsters are okay, though. So I have a I have an idea that all the lake monsters are sturgeons. What do you think about that? <laughs> I have heard that because I've been, you know, Ohio's is Bessie. Not Bessie. Yeah, yeah it is Bessie because Nessie is the Scottish one. Right. They need they need more distinguished names. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so Bessie is in that, that lake's full of sturgeons. And some of the sightings sound like sturgeons. So they're really big. They look like monsters. They're terrifying. Yeah. There was one that bit a woman several oh, years gosh. ago. I think because it spawned the monster Chompy, which I can't wait to do. I have I have a whole section of Lake Erie cryptids to get on. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, there's one that's like giant and cigar shaped. There's one that has egg-like eyes. And it's just one sentence. So that's the best thing ever for an artist is you get one sentence and it's just like you can do whatever you want. Right. You could just come up with whatever. Well, I'll look forward to seeing that. That'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, what cryptid are you the most afraid of? Hmm. I would normally I would have thought the Jersey Devil because that's one I grew up hearing about and it sounded uh-huh. demonic. 
So it's yeah, just kind of yeah. sad. It is sad. I kind of missed the the interpretation I had before knowing what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Mothman's pretty scary, I think. Yeah, he's Some pretty scary. Some people see him more as like an angelic being. Like, oh, he was warning people. But... Yeah. Yeah. I think he might have been warning people, but I don't know. He might have caused it too. You don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, the Wendigo. That is scary. Anything that's very skinny, like like a walking skeleton. Tommy Rawhead. My grandpa used to tell these stories about Tommy Rawhead. Oh, I've not heard of that. <laughs> apparently it's from England and then it traveled to the south. And it's not really supposed to be in our area, but I guess it travels through your family. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everyone has their own interpretation of it. But he gave me like this poem and I've added on to it a little bit because that's, that's how I see folklore is like, oh, you get something from your grandparents and then you add something to it. And then it, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. And that's the fun part of it. But I think Tommy Rawhead might be one of the scariest. Let me see if I can find it for you. Okay. Because it's something. <laughs> I think the scariest one I've ever drawn was the Knuckleby, which is a undead horse. It's like oh, okay. rotting and its bowels are falling out. It's oh, really gosh. foul. But then uh, it has a zombie man attached to his spine with Ew. super long arms. Um, someone commissioned that one for me. Really? <laughs> Every time I get a commission, I'm like, I know this is going to be <laughs> gory because it, it's always like that. Oh, but gosh. That's what the people people want. Yeah. Well, and it's very scientific and it's very cool and and you're a great artist. So thank you. you're welcome. And so you it, it's really neat. It looks very like it came out of a textbook or something, you know, very biological, biologically correct looking. Um, I wanted to be an actual anatomical illustrator, mm -hmm. but then I realized how many classes you had to take and be oh. in the same room with a cadaver. Ew. And I was like, there's there's no way I can do it. <laughs> yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. Also, the art students would get the cadaver after everybody else. Oh, after they've like cut it yeah. up and so the eye the eye class already had it and the teeth class already had it. And just... Oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I just see I look at I look at this stuff all the time though. Yeah. The thing is, like, I'm also terrified of teeth. It, it bothers me to even touch my own teeth. But oh. I look at skulls and teeth for work almost every day and draw them, and it's no big deal. But that's the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could just put yourself aside when you're drawing or something oh, like maybe. that. Maybe. I'll have to send you that poem on uh, Patreon. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. In a scary way. Yeah, I think so too. Well, it sounds scary. It sounds very scary. I love um, folklore. And I know that the last few things you did, or at least the last one you did was about Appalachia. Something about Appalachia and, um, uh, or the area of, it might have been the owls, maybe. But oh, yeah. I love, um, the lore from there and and just the the history of stuff like that there. yeah i think 
I think Appalachia has the highest grouping of cryptids. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you have the Bigfoots on the other coast, but right, this is like the hot spot of the world, maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of creepy stuff over there. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the the old rocks are really inspiring, or yeah, all because the... all that stuff is. I mean, it's like very old and and very all that coal and you know coal mines and yeah there's a lot of history and a lot of it not very good history (laughs) right right it lends itself to ghost stories and yeah but culturally we also do like to make up stories and lie (laughs) right (laughs) that's true too yeah (laughs) i think about all the 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 lie stories i've told you know when i was a kid (laughs) it's just part of it yeah highly suggest you guys follow her patreon because even at christmas we got christmas presents i've got um it's probably yeah it's hooped so i can't like uh get it off of here but i have a little goblin necklace that you send me he's hanging on my um he's hanging on my desk i can't undo him but yeah and so that was really cool oh yeah i did see when i was on your your personal page and it probably was things you shared from your other page that you have ceramics in a store somewhere yeah i sell i sell ceramics online sometimes they go pretty fast oh i would say so they were really cute it was like mothman and such i sell them oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say there were like little bowls and stuff with mothman on them or plates yeah every summer because that's actually what i went to school for was pottery and ceramics Oh, okay. Um, but I use the illustration side of my, you know, degree a lot more. Yeah. Um, but every summer I'll be out there every day, Monday through Friday, working, getting kilns yeah. ready. And then during festival time, I'll sell them. Usually okay. only in person because I hate to see them break in shipping. Right. right. Yeah. You That's can pack true. them as good as possible and still some someone somewhere. Yeah something's gonna the mailman's gonna throw it or something like that crush it so you sell them at mothman festival i sell them predominantly at the mothman festival if i have any left i'll bring them to whatever my winter lineup is Mm -hmm. yeah but i also drop them off at uh, the red caboose in huntington they usually get first pick yeah i think that was the store that actually was was showing them was Mm -hmm. their site so i'm gonna have to follow that site just because you know i like the stuff that they were showing they have a ton of great artists too a lot of them cryptid people i know okay like liz pavlovic's there and oh okay uh danner from uh conjure dust oh okay okay cool yeah a lot of other people i just there's so many people and i'm terrible with names yeah it's weird too because when you meet people in person you're like oh you're you know your instagram tag right it's just like you don't know their real name a lot of the time right exactly yeah i used to uh game a lot um and i would just know the even even if i wound up meeting them in real life i would call them their gamer tag because you don't know (laughs) yeah really (laughs) um i also sell at the huntington museum of art too and they have a wonderful monarch butterfly conservation program too okay but i know you live pretty far away from that though being in tennessee yeah, but on your way to the Mothman Festival, eventually, I yeah. definitely recommend it. It's, it's a really cool place. And where's it at? In Huntington, Virginia. Yeah, Huntington's on the river. 
Oh, okay. So, well, you won't probably pass it. If you were coming from the north down, it's a nice uh-huh. stop. But oh, okay. you're just going to be making a beeline through the West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. West Virginia is very pretty. I've I've driven through there on my way to New York before, and, and it's it's really pretty there. So, we're going to get, like I said, we're going to go see Steve Ward, so maybe we can get him to take us to Huntington. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole area, I think, is, I mean, I'm a little biased being from yeah. the southern Ohio area, but right. I love all the moss and the like craggy cliffs and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah yeah it's humid in the summer though so well i'm used you're probably to used to that yeah yeah <laughs> quite used to humidity <laughs> my fiance lives on in virginia beach and it's oh. just like that all the time mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. yeah i can't i've been to charleston here. south carolina and that was awful and and I went to uh new orleans in march and i have never it was awful it's never been so humid where I've been as there. It, it was crazy. Yeah. We were on a, a graveyard tour and I had to sit down. And I was a lot younger, a lot thinner than I am now. But I was so hot, I had to sit down because it was just the humidity was crazy. It's okay when it's summer because that's just like part of the charm of summer. Right. But it has to stay in summer, it can't right. invade the other seasons. No, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. It needs to stay where it's supposed to be. Yeah, because then, you yeah. know, well, you always look back on even bad things with nostalgia when it's something like that. Uh-huh. But, yeah, yeah it has to be a limited time thing. Yes, exactly. And then it because it becomes horrible, if not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, where can people find you at? Oh, I'm everywhere, but if you want to talk to me, Instagram. I have a Facebook, but honestly, I rarely get on there. Okay. So Instagram at Valley Raven Folklore. And like you mentioned, I have the Patreon and Mm -hmm. uh, the Spotify. I think you can listen to the podcast most places, but Mm -hmm. I lost the password to a lot of the the ones. So you can pretty much only listen to it on Apple and Spotify. <laughs> Until I get that sorted out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I have a YouTube channel. I'm just now getting ready to release a field guide on Ohio's corpse eating frog. Oh, wow. Okay. That'll yeah, be interesting. So <laughs> I, it's a lot of fun. Um, it just, I wouldn't, I, I suggest it for people who don't take it too seriously. Right. It's, it's just for fun. If you right. like to learn about weird legends and superstitions, mm-hmm. then you'll love it. Okay. All right. And do you have merchandise anywhere? Yes, you have Etsy. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you have a big Etsy store. Yeah, I do. That's, that's my job is Etsy, pretty much. Um, yeah, I sell prints and books and stickers mm-hmm. and postcards. Okay. Probably okay. more stuff, too, but you know and it's, it's under all there. valley raven yeah that was well. just valley raven it's either if you type in valley raven everything will come up because i don't think you'll see me and then you'll see a very specific breed of dog and that's that's it oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> okay well i guess um we can wrap it up uh so you will be at mothman festival yes until i Bye. die okay <laughs> And as far as anywhere else you don't know about right now. 
Yeah, maybe not. Well, I'll be at Cryptid, Cryptid Bash, the Mock oh, Boys okay. Festival. Yeah. Um, I'm actually designing their shirt this year, oh, which wow. I'm very excited about. They wanted to do kind of like the conservation thing, too. That's good. And, um, oh, and then CryptidCon in okay. Kentucky. So it's Kentucky, West Virginia, and West Virginia right now. Oh, but okay. All right. after this year, I'll be all over the place, probably. Just got to get that marriage stuff out of the way. Yeah, I got to get all, all that <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very great talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was nice of to course. meet you, and it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Okay, everybody, uh, this was Creeps with Peeps, and we'll see you later. Find us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Subscribe and review our pod wherever you listen. We have merch on Redbubble and Big Cartel. See you later, creeps.